This is Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Mental, where we feature indie, local comedy, music, and theater, and the artists who create it. Today we are super jazzed to have the Black and White Cookies in the studio for a deep tissue interview, live jams, and call-in questions from you out there in the real world. Our mock bottom drinking game will be to drink every time we get a listener call in, so call in at 718-928-9732. Mock bottoms up. Let's feel funny together. Hello, hello, hello. This is Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. You just heard Potluck Supper. Uh, It's always something different every week. It's really a great way to jump into uh, Radio Free Brooklyn by getting a little taste, a little nosh of uh, different shows uh, that are on throughout the week and um, some things that don't get played very often, uh, maybe once a month or so. My show is uh, once every other week. It's bi-monthly. Um, bi-coastal, bisexual, um, I do have some, uh, quick news right up front. I always want to get the news out of the way. I, um, thank you again for tuning in. This is Mockumental. I have news. I, I didn't screw up. The oh, you didn't screw up the, Craig, actually, yes, the beginning was pretty solid. I was, I, I felt the flow, got our, uh, intros in, got our, um, uh, promos in, you know, it was really nice, babe. It was really nice. But now you just interrupted me, so no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I screwed up. <laughs> uh, we have tomorrow, uh, May 19th, Ad Rock Comedy Hour at QED, 7.30. Uh, this has got Mark Douglas from Key of Awesome. It's got Josh Comers, Caitlin Cook, and of course, Rob Peravonian, who's been on the show several times. Uh, we love him, and we love his shows, and we love QED. So, um, thank Think about, uh, think about popping over there. Uh, it's, it, I think it's, I think it's five dollars. It might be ten, but I think it's five. Um, no, that's mine. You just turn mine down, hon. My, turn, turning my earphones down. <laughs> my headphones, my earphones, whatever. Same diffs. Um, we have Bump Fest is coming up upon us on May 25th through the 27th in Chicago. Our good friends over at the Fump. Uh, they have a whole festival, a whole weekend full of funny, funny songs, funny people. Um, and they, uh, have the four postmen are headlining. We got Lauren Mayer. We got the library bards. We got Steve Goody, uh, insane Ian and more, uh, Tom Rockwell. Um, 
is put put that whole thing together. It's a really great uh, festival. And uh, The Fump is actually prem- world premiering my new song, The Long Pig, on Tuesday. Uh, so that's kind of exciting for me. Uh, more about me. It is my show. Um, we have on the 26th, May 26th, coming up, um, I'm playing with Stock Footage, Rada, uh, The Mary Crosby Implosion, and The Reverse Engineers at the Kingsland in in Brooklyn. And that's 269 Norman Ave. Um, I think the tickets are $8 up front, $8 in advance, $10 at the door, 16 and older with the valid ID. Well, I can get some of the young, young folks in to enjoy the, uh, enjoy the adult entertainment. I guess that's what my stuff is called. We're going to kick it off here, uh, as you know, as we like to do with the mock block. Uh, I just saw Katie Goodman's show this week at the Triad. It was amazing. She's amazing. I love her so very, very much. And I love to play her as much as I can on here. Um, it, it's uh, the song she played in the show. Um, and I think the show is actually called It's Halfway Closer to Dead. And this is You're Probably Gay. There's a word called homophobic, homophobic, but confusion as to how it's used. It doesn't mean gay folks are scary, like they portray on Fox News. It doesn't mean you should be scared. Don't be scared. They're gonna destroy your way of life, and it doesn't mean. non-homophobic men were turned on by gay porn, a whopping 80% of the homophobic men were. Sorry to be the one to say, if you're homophobic, 
to sleep with a male attaché And a Washington state representative allegedly hired a gigolo for a lay And a California congressman was accused of giving his boyfriend a fat salary And an Indiana state representative answered a gay ad for a sugar dad day And a mayor of Spokane was having sex with guys that were underage And do we even need to mention Flotap and Larry Craig? What do all these guys have in common, you say? Well, they're all politicians whose legislation was anti-gay. Anti-gay. They say they're anti-gay. But they're really probably gay. You're letting everyone know you're gay. Here's the moral. If you need to show the world how fiercely you're gay opposed, then you're probably better off just keeping your homophobic mouth closed. Don't be hating the gays. Why don't you just go ahead and be gay? Some of our best friends are
much longer I can hold on I just hate you so much I just wish you were gone I'd love to take a major appliance To the back of your head Oh God, I wish you were dead I wish you were dead And your stupid houseplants too I wish you were dead I hope you choke on your own saliva I wish you were dead Oh, I'll see you in hell someday I wish you were dead I hope you fall out of a helicopter I wish you were dead I hope you're hit by a tree while you're posing for a family photo I wish you were dead I hope you're beaten to death with your favorite guitar I wish you were dead I hope you fall down a manhole while sending a tweet I wish you were dead I hope your cats knock a radio into your bathtub while you're playing with your rubber ducks I wish you were dead I hope you get stabbed in the eye with a good luck charm I wish you were dead I hope you get a flesh-eating disease at a kiddie park I wish you were dead I hope you slip in the shower and fall while masturbating I wish you were dead Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish you were dead Welcome back. This is Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. We just had a mock block. We started it off with Katie Goodman, who I saw this week at the triad. She was fit fantastic uh that was you're probably gay from halfway closer to dead than we did went with willie for a day by the reformed whores off of don't beat around the bush love the whores the whores and then we had the black and white cookies with i wish you were dead off of music to soothe the savage ah buckets uh and that's who we have in the studio today we are so so excited and happy to have them back uh it's uh, you know i don't have many guests twice and it's just you know i liked maybe 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 there could be a third time too which apparently which i've heard is the charm <laughs> I can't hear there. I can't hear them at all. Oh, turn on their microphones. I can hear there, there we go. go. Ah. There it is. There so we the go. third time's the charm. What's the second time? I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll call just, it It's at a the tickle. End. The second time's a tickle. The, tickle. the third time's a the charm. The second time is like, well, a number two. We all know what that two. is. <laughs> second time's a number two. Well, number two, we, the second, second time's time a number two. The second time's a turd. <laughs> well, um, you know, we we just had a blast with you last time you were here. You played so many great songs. You have really a great uh, chemistry together, first of all. Thank Aww. you. Um, you guys, I'm sure, went home and made sweet love to each other that night. Oh, as per, so um, did. As per usual. <laughs> As, as per the huge um, me and Craig felt you know the chemistry uh, between us which reflected from your chemistry hopefully you guys went home and made sweet yeah, love too yeah we did uh, yeah man I put my butt in his face why well, jerked him off right. no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> funny never... we did the same it's thing that's 
Oh my God. Twinsies. Romance. Yeah. Romance. It's it's uh, a pleasure to have you back. Yeah, I see exactly. We're we're opening the door here in uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, um, out into the world. We're in our little uh, wonderful new studio. Actually, you guys didn't. You guys weren't in the old studio. No, you guys no, ne- this were never is in the, the old studio. You guys weren't in the dank, dark basement with us. Studio, yes. Yeah. We're just uh, yeah, it hasn't been that long, but we this is a special occasion to have you back. Yes. Uh it's a big deal. Um uh, we talked about it the last time you were here a little bit. We touched on it. Mm-hmm. We t- we dipped our toe into the water. Which one? I want to dip my <laughs> our, thumb our, in it. My, I dipped my pinky toe. I don't know. Uh uh you can you can say well, this is first of all, it's black and white cookies, it's Billy, it's Warren, it's it's all things. Yes, I'm it's Warren all- D. I'm Billy D, and we are Black and White Cookies. And otherwise known Black as, and White Cookies. Otherwise known as Laurel and Yanni. And Laurel and Yanni. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I. What do you guys hear? Yeah, I hear Yanni. You, you know, know it's, it go depends ahead. on the speaker. I, I, yeah. If I have good speakers, I hear Laurel. If I put it on the iPhone uh, speakers, I hear Yanni. iPhone, yeah, definitely Yanni. I thought it was a joke because I kept hearing Laurel. Right. And then like halfway during the day, I was watching something else. Right. And I was like, let me listen for Yanni. And I tried and I heard Laurel. Yeah. And then I took her drink, my protein shake, and all of a sudden I heard Yanni and I freaked out. I thought the <laughs> oh devil, my God. I thought like the devil was in the room. Well, I just know and that back to Laurel. Laurel and Yanni are, are going to be <laughs> the, the two biggest shake. baby names of 2018. So God, that's the not. one thing that will, well, that's the takeaway, I think. If you name your kid laurel or johnny shoot yourself you can, in the you face keep it open it's fine it's yeah. fine yeah it's if you fun. have twins in laurel like and have johnny an yeah. all right have them shoot each other in the yeah. face <laughs> <laughs> i think also uh uh yanni is greater than uh seven the royal wedding are, are you guys at all you probably not your men first, first of all your as men. a black man from kansas i don't think i'm the demographic no i don't think you're probably straight black man middle-aged and it's on in the middle of the night that's my that's my problem with it i'm like oh like i will like i'm gonna get up to yes, watch like this fucking like i'll just watch the highlights the next day Who all, cares? i mean but you know what though i do have to say i am mildly entertained and giggle that Black has gotten its way into <laughs> the royal family. The royal family, because you know, <laughs> slowly not but it, surely, but somebody over there's like, "Oh, come on, look who's coming to dinner." <laughs> well, you remember the you remember the two thousands when the black people came <laughs> black. into the family, and, yeah, and now, in you know, in, in I wonder if twenty sixty, they're okay with that. It's just all it's it's all dark. You think the queen's okay with that? You know what? I don't give a shit what she thinks. <laughs> I'd we, like to think she's a progressive queen. And she's, she's like, probably, now instead of Charles hiding it, like she's Harry's probably it home, so right? fucking we old that she doesn't diversity. even know what's going on. You're marrying the maid. Ooh. To be honest, oh, oh, you're marrying the maid. Damn, <laughs> Billy said that. Oh. Just this for the record. That was Billy Billy said so that. Billy's black, so he can say that. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I'm not. And now he's choking on his words. I'm not. He's gonna, Billy, stay with us, Billy. Stay stay with us, Billy. I'm okay. Um, okay. We want to keep Billy here um, in this room (laughs) with us as long as we can. Um, We, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested in the royal wedding. Um, I will like check out the highlights. I do think love stories are. You know, it's kind of like. I am happy that they're in love. I think that's awesome. To be honest, and here's the thing. And they're both, like, very giving. Well, Gary does a lot of stuff with the Invictus Games, which is all about amputees. Yes. So I am so pro that. And I know that they they made a big deal. 
all of a sudden, all of a sudden, know about those. Yeah. Um, they made a big deal about like two hundred of their guests are from the challenge community I, or exactly. something like that. Yep, yep. So of all the royal family, like I'd want to hang out with Harry the most. And they did like He's a lot awesome. of invitations went to people who yeah. have given back to the community. Yeah. So God bless and, them. Uh, young people who are, you know, uh, you know, uh, in, in working as volunteers. Yeah. yeah. He's I was a like, good dude. And, and there are two hundred seats going. I say I'm not interested. In that. I'm like, I know exactly. Right. Right. There are two hundred <laughs> seats going unfilled because they were they don't want to invite any politicians at all so <laughs> those 200 seats are would have been filled with politicians none i no, bet obama's there obama's there that's different yeah, yeah, that's Bar- different. barry's gonna okay. make an appearance but he's retired the only factoid barry's that i know about this royal wedding is that they dressed the corgis up to look like Ooh. the prince in the- and that's oh, why i'm not do? watching now that's that i would I watch it's I'm, like, I'm into the corgis you know i don't need the rest that's like the puppy bowl of the of the that's royal it. wedding so i'm gonna sleep in now what I well speaking of puppy bulls and r- r- puppies and speak going into dogs and we were we were we were before we were scanning through the googles and we uh Warren brought up the story about this woman who is apparently mauled to death by her by her not corgis. Well, corgis they're not, aren't, they're not her corgis aren't maulers, you know, in general. Corgis are but like... they were wolves. Their little legs They were are, all wolves. I know, but their, their little legs are yeah. too short to they like were, really get anywhere, you know. Uh, yeah, all I know is that the New York Post had the headline on May 16th. Mm. Not, not the front page, New York Post has the best fucking headlines. Pack of small dogs mauls woman to death. <laughs> a pack of vicious small dogs. Small dogs. Yeah. So, so really small dogs. What are believed to be her neighbors? She liked it. Standard Dachshund and Terrier mixes and one Border Collie mix. She was covered in peanut butter. Oh my <laughs> god, that's what I guess. Exactly. I'm just thinking they they had to have started at the shins. Yeah. And just nibbled her way up. Are you sure she wasn't dead and they just started with her eyeballs yeah, like normal dogs? Well, you remember the lady? Jumper, one of those Frisbee jumpers. Right. Like right for the neck. Right. But you remember. I feel like the levers are off on that. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so the dogs involved were all under 40 pounds with legs shorter than an adult's hands, according to images of their remains. Seems re- really judgmental, wait, judgmental about body consciousness. According to images of their remains reviewed by another paper. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They did so, a dog topsy. I, I think dog they had to dog topsy them. <laughs> How big is a forty pound child? We're talking like three year olds, like three. Yeah. So like you're talking that. like that's like being mauled by a bunch of toddlers. Yeah. Toddlers. Yeah. They would never take me. <laughs> would you, yeah. th- you don't think? If, yeah. If they all, I'm talking if ten toddlers, of them hit you below the knee, Maybe if ten of them hit was... you below the knee, you're going down. Yeah, I'll go down on them. That's why I'm saying, I mean, maybe she... Remember remember the guy who had the pact with the other guy who's like, he's like, you can kill me and eat me because I, I'm into that. And the guy, and they made the pact and they wrote it all out and they signed it. And it was a, it was like a... Do you know about the movie this? Alive? No, no. Is this a legal document? Was a legal do- well, it's a legal you document. They why would it come to that? And uh, that's what that's what they wanted. They both want one wanted to to be uh, in murdered and eaten, and one wanted to a, murder and eat. Was it a cult? Or I mean, I just really feel like love? it was like two like two guys like lived two on the same floor. Billy and Warren came together. Over we, these. we met on Monday doing chest at the gym. Like, why does that happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there a meetup group for that? I don't know. How do you, so it's probably Craigslist. I mean, let's be honest, Billy. You know, we've been friends for a while, and I, I just have this thing I want to ask you. Uh oh. Um, would you 
eat me when I die? <gasps> Put it in writing. Get it in writing. I, 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 no, I have this contract. I just happened to draw pledge. up. And I, I, I'm hoping you'll say yes. I don't know. Because it would mean a lot. That's exactly. I really want to know what it would be like if you just blood. devoured my dead corpse. What, what you, uh, you can call in at 718-928-9732 and weigh in <laughs> on this. just went dark. Um, or tell actually, us my, uh, my song, The Long Pig, which is coming out really soon, it has that in it. It's like about a pledge will you, that, that I'm making my friends sign that I will be able to eat them if the if the end of the world comes and the food supply is cut off. Uh, well, well so that's, that's different. Yeah. yeah, but that feels like, you know... But if that happens, I'm not going to honor your pledge because yeah. I'm just going to eat you. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel I'd like, like that would, in the, that situation, it like would be the pledge that would be the other way well, around. Well, but if your friend says, don't, just don't eat me, man, are you at least going to make him feel good and say, all right, I won't eat you? Are you going to be like, no. <laughs> Wait till he's asleep. But see, now we flipped it because before you were like, hey, eat me. Right, now we're saying don't. Oh, See, God. I would, people are I so would confusing. keep you alive so I could ration you out. <laughs> you know? I would fatten you up. Yeah, so I know. I would, I would like bacon. tie you to a pole and just slowly just cut off one finger at a time and nibble on that, and just, so we could still they, hang they out. They did that, that in the last. Still hang out. They did that in the last American Horror Story. They did that also. They laid this chick. Yeah. They like started with her thigh because uh, that's where the good meat was. See, I knew I got that idea from somewhere. I don't know where, but I thought it was The Walking Dead. But maybe. Oh, they I, did that. They did in The Walking Dead too. Walking Dead. Nobody has any ideas of their own anymore. Um, I uh, getting back to the dogs and the mauling. <laughs> you guys have a dog song that I love, and that my dog last Aww. time last time that you were here, um, my dog requested the song, uh, which is really weird because he wouldn't think that it's a song that a dog would actually want. No, and it's not technically actually about dogs. No, exactly. But you know, Nothing she saw the title, dogs. she got excited. <laughs> You can't blame her. She wagged her tail. I was going to ask if the red rocket came out, but she said it was a she. She's a she, yeah. No red rocket? She's a she. She, did, she has some toys. She did. <laughs> she, so she has a red rocket. She did a, a lot of panting. A lot of panting. Um, but anyway. Heavy we did. Does it squeak? What is like She's playing with her toys again. A little lipstick. We played it. We played it as her choice, her song choice last time. Red uh, Rocket. Like Red Rocket. Red Rocket. I'd like to hear it live. If I can, if, I, if we can, if we can bring these, if you can bring these two back on the brink of hilariousness. And uh, as soon as Billy finishes, you're dying, listening to Mockingbird like, on Radio Free Brooklyn while we're while we're laughing. Oh my asthma! Well, Billy's about to like have a conniption over here. <laughs> I just laugh so hard when I'm with this guy, and you guys are not helping. I know. Well, okay. you know, got to pay the bills. Uh, can you hear the guitar? Right? We're yeah. I, I can't actually. You know, I'm going to turn this, but it it, it you're fine. When I said that I was sorry, I meant that I was sorry that you caught me doing wrong. You know that you're the only one. I only told her she's the other only one because I thought that you were gone. But I won't lie to you. Oh no. When I said that I would call you, I meant that I would call you if nothing better comes my way. Because I only got your number to get your sister's number, but I guess you'll 
do okay Unless she calls me I'll tell you lies I'll hide the truth I'll do anything Just to sleep with you So listen to what I say Cause I won't lie to you I just lied to you in the whole time weren't you you were like if you know it, me yeah i just the gotta Bill, get through the song before the i call david, david davis calls you don't even know your name i feel Billy it was davis cough it's i feel like it was days. a it was like an exclamation point at the end kind of you know or just a punch in the gut or a punch it's in an the expression gut. of deep despair yeah. that was dog by our in-studio guests here uh we are happy to have them back black and white cookies um have we happen to have them black <laughs> <laughs> and white. <laughs> oh, hello. Hi. Oh, that's right. Um, you know, I believe that PC <laughs> culture doesn't allow for jokes like that anymore. Bullshit. Um, we're going to call our second album Privilege. Privilege. <laughs> no, we're not. No. And, and it's going to be P 
P-R-I-V dash ledge. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I don't know. Like, Black why? And white privilege. Why would no. <laughs> or maybe it's, maybe it's just, and the photo could just be me on the ground and Warren walking over my back. <laughs> or just standing, like, on, standing on you with like a strong arm pose. Like, yay. Yeah. Can I yell stop with a resisting? Of money. Oh, nice. Can I stop resisting? Stop resisting. Stop resisting. All oh, And don't resist. Everybody out there who's dying to call in with their finger on the button, seven one eight nine. 928 uh don't feel like you don't feel nervous we're really kind when you call in and i have a lot of really shy listeners um that i love very much who are always like well he was gonna call in but i am a little bit shy. we definitely have people that want to call in that's gonna happen good yes. okay so, cool. don't be scared well for now let's just keep going and w- the way we're going um you guys have talked about well, let, let's talk about why we're here. Okay. Let's do it. Let's, let's do jump in. I'm ready. Let's do that. I was my finger, my finger, my toe was in the, uh, it was in the pool and I'm ready to dive in. Okay. So let's, uh, we wanted to have you guys back, not just because you guys are amazing artists and musicians, but you guys have a great cause also. Yes. And why don't you go into that, Billy? So, um, tomorrow is actually today is an anniversary too. Today, May 18th, marks the last time I had two legs because tomorrow is the anniversary of the day that I lost one of my legs. I was in a motorcycle accident on uh, May 19th, 2012. Um, It was a horrible accident up in Newburgh outside of Orange County Choppers. Right. Uh, Really bad break. Um, I busted up myself pretty bad. Excuse me. Can I ask what, like, can I ask what happened? Do you know? So, yeah. So, this is, this is, this is what happened. I was, uh, I was hanging out with some friends at a bachelor party in upstate New York. Sure, sure. Um, it was a camping trip. Um, and I also belong to a motorcycle club called the Extreme Riders. If you guys are listening, Extreme knows I'm holding up the X. And, uh, the Extreme Riders were putting together a motorcycle, they were going to be at a motorcycle rally with a new bike. Right. And I was, the game plan was go to the, go to the bachelor party, hang out, camp a little bit. Go to the uh, bat, the bike rally, and then ride home with my you know my closest twenty friends. And uh, I thought it was going to be like a camping site, like glamping, right? Like the bathrooms are over there. Right. There's the general store. <laughs> oh, you need a blanket? We got one of those. It wasn't. It was somebody's like property. Oh. Like you could be trespassing. Right. So the long story short is, I took a road bike because I had like a crotch rocket, rice rocket, whatever you want to call it. Right. I took it off road about two and a half miles to get to this campsite. Whoa. Um, which was one of two big mistakes I made that day because on the way back down off the mountain the next morning, um, I ran over something that punctured the tire over and over about two hours, my tire leaked out. Mm-hmm. So when I got to Orange County Choppers, my front tire was completely flat and I had no idea. And it also happened that day because, you know, through my own fault, I didn't attach my seat. So I lost my phone, my trickle charger, any tools of my everything. So I didn't have anything on me. So I had to get to Orange County Choppers. When I got to Orange County Choppers, um, I got off the exit. I distinctly remember the exit. I swear it said 45 miles an hour. So I thought, oh, I'll do this about 45 miles an hour. It's a nice deep turn. I'll get a little fun out of it before I meet my buddies. I went to go turn. The bike did not lean. And um, oh, because, because the front the tire. tire was out. Yeah. And the tires stay f- full through centrifugal force. Right. As you slow down, they lose pressure. Okay. So as I was hitting the brake, the road was turning to the right. The bike was going straight. And I was pushing down on the bike. And for those of you that don't know me, I'm about you know six foot one, 220 pounds of pretty muscular yeah. you know, guy so Beefy. i'm pushing down that bike and it didn't work and all of a sudden i remember very distinctly the line on the on the uh, elbow of the road where the mm-hmm. you know, thing was went high def and slow motion i was gonna say did it was oh, slow mo yeah. was did oh, yeah. you get everything the slowed thing? up i saw the gravel come up and do you guys remember um tom cruise days of thunder 
there's they're playing that song, Give Me Some Love, and right before he hits that wall, right. dun, 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 yep. dun, boom. And he's got this great line where he's like, oh, God, this is going to hurt. I actually remember seeing that scene <laughs> and going like, oh, God, this is really going to hurt. Gonna- and then everything went into like fast motion, and <laughs> oh, the bike fuck. did what's called a low side, so it slammed down on the ground and then slid out yeah. from underneath me. And basically, I slid into a guardrail post doing 50 miles an hour, Shit. feet first, sliding on my stomach. Mm, that. And my left leg took the brunt of all of the impact. So the, I got a compound fraction of fibia tibia, dislocated my knee, broke my femur in two places, snapped my femoral oh. artery, bled out to 15%, oh. and then bounced back onto the highway. Let's take a call. Somebody's interested right yeah. now. Somebody's like, as a dying <laughs> question. Hi, this is Mockumental. We are listening to Billy's amazing story. Do you have a question? I do have a question. <laughs> <laughs> I know this guy. Uh-oh. Somebody, Billy knows you, obviously. Billy does know me, but he does not know how to give correct phone numbers. We'll, we'll start with that. Oh, <laughs> no. I just heard a real mouthful for me because he wouldn't pick up the phone. Oh, oh sorry, buddy. Shit. <laughs> Jeff, I love you, man. Sorry. What's up, Jeff? First of all, who are we talking to? no particular reason. Hi, my name is Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Thank you for calling in. Uh, Thanks for having me. We are happy to have you. And uh, you have a question or you have a comment. Uh, Obviously, you already commented. That's (laughs) we already know that. I got. I always got questions, but I always got comments too. All right, well, let's chat a little. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how much Billy has told you, Hmm. but he was actually at my party. (gasps) This is the guy whose bachelor party. party Dum dum dum. Yeah, so it was Jeff's bachelor party. Oh, so let me. Can I? Can I I say? Is this like a weird question to ask? But do you feel like? I mean, not responsible, but no. I mean, no. But like, is that is that hard? Is that hard that you knew that that you know now? I mean, it's it's sad. It's, it's hard. It, it it was for a little bit. Yeah. And like three seconds later, I got over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know somehow I kind of kind of heard that. I heard one, that in your voice when you like. Hey, he gave it three seconds. Come on. Yeah, three, 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 three and a half. Maybe let's give it four, four seconds. All right. Well, I, it's so nice of you to call, and uh, unless you're going to be cruel, which I love, um, if you're going to be uh, oh, going to give me a little dish, uh, a little dirt on Billy, I'd love that. I mean, I can always put that in my I back mean, pocket. In front of you, you should have enough dirt. <laughs> Wait, wow. no, he just coughed in front of me for like two, five minutes. Um, and he's a lightweight. Yeah, he's a lightweight. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. He's uh he's not a drinker. Um, he's a good boy. Um, and he's a sweet guy. So I'm just so glad to have him. So why don't you give me, you know, like I said, give me some dish. What do you got? What do you want to say? Hmm. I mean, he is a good guy. That's probably <laughs> so many why things. I like him so much, and I hang out with him. Yeah. But every time we wind up hanging out, he goes to the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's right. He's right. There was, so there's another funny story about it's Jeff that I can. Not the first time. Really? First yeah. Time so happened. this other one's a, a funny story too. First Lemmy lost, but not the first time he's been to the emergency room. <laughs> so Jeff threw a party years ago. We used to have this place. He used to have this place in Arlington, right? And it was August. It was hot as hell. Balls. And so Balls Jeff hot. was known for these amazing barbecues, mm-hmm. and we would have like food and ice sculptures, and people would like his parties would go for days. Ice sculpt- I like ice sculptures well, was thrown always, out there like right away like, with like you know, liquor involved. <laughs> Sure. And so this one we go to, a water balloon fight breaks out. <gasps> and the, it was in the middle of the afternoon. I remember I had to go to a wedding. So I remember telling Jeff, I'm going to go to like four and then I'm going to leave because I got to get ready by five. I got to be out of the house by six, blah, 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 blah. 
So as the water balloon fight breaks out, this kid runs out of the house, and I'm like, okay, it's my cue to leave. It's starting to get kind of lit. So I walk out, and the kid jumps into a car in front of me, and I have to walk by his car to get to mine. So I jokingly run over to the guy's car and like kind of right. open the door. Right. And he locks the door. And then Jeff and everybody comes out with like balloons and buckets of water because <laughs> they're trying to get to this kid. And uh, I and Jeff, I think it might even be Jeff, and I was like, hey, Billy, you should just rip the door or you should flip, like rip the door off or something. And I was like, maybe I'll just flip the car. And I go to lift the car. Now, you, the thing you should know about me is when I was about 15 years old, I broke a deadlift record with a 510-pound deadlift, oh my God. which is a lot of weight for a 15-year-old. So I used to lift cars. It's like for, a lot of weight for anything, anybody, <laughs> well, yeah, anywhere, ever. So I used to lift people's cars as like a party trick right. for like, chain, like lunch money. Right. So I go to lift this car and my finger gets caught and I feel a pop in my elbow. Oh, so I think I dislocated ow. my leg or my arm. If you look on my arm, there, see that scar. I tore my bicep off the bone. It just rolled up Billy, into my shoulder. Billy, so I Billy, remember I Billy. grabbed my elbow and I run back to work. I'm like, fuck. And then, you know, they didn't even know. Right. And so I go home and I take a shower and my arm is just like loosey-goosey. Ew. So I show up at my wedding that night and I'm like, hey guys, no tambourine tonight. Ah. I think I tore my bicep. And they're like, doing what? I was like, deadlift in a car. <laughs> it's like, what'd you do that I for? I thought you were going to say water balloon yeah, fight. Okay. Yeah, well, so the thing you got to oh, know about Billy... Billy Whenever it's how did you hurt yourself, it's never there was somebody that needed rescuing. <laughs> it was never they were trapped and I had to go. It was always it's like it's a water balloon I'm fight and I was involved. That's a much better story. I turned off the road on my motorcycle. Was that Jeff? Said most of the time it starts with yeah I was hanging out with Jeff. <laughs> First Jeff's name yeah. is thrown out Dude, there. Let me tell you something. That was one of the best bachelor parties ever. We had like uh, grilled meat and you know mm. horseshoes. Some guy got duct taped to it. Wasn't there a game we played? Where some like, guy got duct taped. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Rewind, rewind. Some guy got duct taped. What is that? Well, there was a game uh, around. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Jeff. It was a game. Yeah, we. Well, we have property up in the Catskill Mountains, mm-hmm. and we go camping up there. It's private property. We could be as loud and obnoxious and as much of an asshole as we wanted to be out there. Okay. We have one rule. You don't fall asleep by the fire. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, someone fell asleep by the fire. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah, that's you the rule. learn the rule after you fall asleep by the fire. Mm-hmm. And it's Never funny because they'll go to you, the fire again. <laughs> but they'll also talk shit on you if you go to your tent too early. Go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, yeah. it's a safe zone, but we're still going to break your balls so you fall asleep or come back it's, out. It's a rite of passage. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> this kid woke up like duct taped to like a, a, like was a gonna store say, model or something. Like right. a cardboard cut out of a large person. It was, <laughs> I don't even yes, know what. Right. <laughs> He might have been a fire hazard. Asleep. I feel like we could hang out. Like I could duct tape. So I could. I would hang. I, first of all, I do not fall asleep by the fire. That's my. I. I get that rule. Smart. That's smart. a smart. Yeah. That's a smart rule. Smart business. Um. And second of all, I enjoy uh, sort of. Uh, and you don't allow. Semi- you don't allow duct tape in the area. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy semi torture. I like it. I think it's appropriate amongst friends. Okay. Um. Okay. You know, it makes sense to me. Um. You know, Jeff. Right. Jeff, uh, what would you say is Billy's best quality? He's loyal as a motherfucker. Aww. You probably can't find somebody more loyal. 
I can I can feel that, and I can see the pride on Billy's face right now, just like just knowing that you know it's that true. He, he's it's fooled true. everyone. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and he's like rubbing his hands together maniacally, yeah, yeah. and he's like uh, shaking his fist into the air. But um, no, I mean it's true, and he's a sweetheart, and these guys together are are sweeties. Do you, have you seen them perform uh, together before? Oh, he's seen us tons. Yeah, um, quite a few times. Yes. Do you have a favorite song? Um, well, one's usually dedicated to me every time I uh, see Billy D. Can we, you want to hear that song? Unless we oh, just did that. Did you want to hear weed? No, you, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh, weed. Let's weed. do it. It's, it's always about the stash. It's always about the stash. I'll tell you what we're going to do. <clears throat> we're going to have them play weed and we're going to keep you on the line. So if you want to yell out anything to, while they're Singing. You can yodel like, along. Like you can like you were at a concert, you know. If you want to get out your lighter and light it, you know. Heckle him. You're gonna heckle the shit I out of him. I feel like if Jeff breaks out a lighter, oh, I'm still gonna end time. up in the hospital. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No yeah. matter where wait, wait, just so you know, we're about nine hundred miles away. It's not my fucking fault, okay? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. Uh, I'm, I'm writing down your phone number and where you live right now, just in case. Well that's so. fine. Come with him. He's coming up here next week. Oh, uh, go he's gonna yeah, go have some here to talk about yeah so we'll, we'll do I'm a little weed song for you on site no yeah. joke yeah I'm having a paramedic on site <laughs> well i think that's only right you yeah know. jeff owns a sandwich a sandwich truck the goat truck uh, the steaming, steaming goat, goat oh, in nashville okay so um long story short and we'll get the dog uh after the and i'll tell the rest of the story later weed. five days later when i broke when Speaking i woke of- up um, the first thing I did was I we we celebrated with a cheeseburger and coke, and I'll tell the story in a second. But that's why. So right, that's why it'll be cheeseburger day. So we'll do a little weed song, and, and then we'll come we'll back. The story we'll come back. And tell you about cheeseburger. That's day. the beauty yeah. of it. We have we have plenty of time. We have let's let's and, do it. And I'm sober, so I still remember the sequence of events. <laughs> I'm not. I'm on my fourth whiskey. It's Friday. I'm on a little whiskey myself, Jeff. I'm not going to lie. All right, Jeff. What are you drinking? Cheers. Uh, I'm just just Jameson. This is for you, ah. Jeff. So am I. Yay, cheers. Have you had the castmates? Yes, I have. It's delicious. Some food. If you want to make your own food. Tomorrow, Jeff. We're talking here. Why are you singing? You're the kind that lives for today. (laughs) But there'll come a time when you're no longer with us. So think of your friends. Before you pass away, eating food from the steaming goat. <laughs> when you die, can I have all of your weed? Don't need a stack of cash, just a simple stash, all to satisfy my need. So keep it in a safe place and pick out the seeds. When you die, can I have all of your weed? I'm sorry, Mom, if you're listening. <laughs> Tell your mom she can have all the silver. Your mama. Give your brother the dog and the truck. <laughs> and that big old collection of porn DVDs but I'm keeping his copy of two girls and one cup <laughs> when you die can I have all of your weed don't need a stack of cash just a simple stash all to satisfy my need so keep it in a safe place and pick 
out the seeds when you die can i have all of your weed Now I don't mean to sound all depressing Or put heavy thoughts in your mind Seriously, Jeff. Come on. And we hope that you live to a ripe, wrinkly age But I'll ask you again Oh, good buddy of mine When you die, can I have all of your weed? Just a simple clause in the will because you're my best friend indeed. So keep it in a safe place where Billy can't see. You think that's a problem? I can smell it, bro. God damn it. <laughs> when you die, can I have all of your weed? Everybody sing. You're Now just Jeff. Just Jeff. <laughs> Whiskey and weed. Yeah, man. So uh, that's that was, how Jeff plays a part in the story. Jeff, you have you just that was a beautiful moment for all of us Thank here you. in the studio. There were tears Thank shed. You. We're going to let you go, and we're going to let Billy go on with the story, and, and feel free uh, to continue on with your weeding and your whiskeying. Jeff, love you, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you for calling you, in. Jeff. See you next week. Thanks. Have a great... Uh, ha- thanks for having us. And uh, Warren, you should be making the trip with us. Oh, I know, day. man. Guilt Come trip. on, Warren. Guilt Get it together. Guilt trip. <laughs> guilt trip. Road trip. Guilt, guilt road hey, trip. I, I got this great joke. Really quick. I'm going to uh, leave on a great note. Oh, good. Okay. All right, you ready? All right. We'll be the judge what of that. Has, no, it, it's going to be a great one. You're going to love it. It's gonna be the <laughs> yeah, I think you built it up maybe a little too much at this point, but we're going to oh, try. No, no, no. We're oh, gonna, no, baby. We're going to... Okay, okay, we're... I build up, I deliver. All right, ready? we're... What has, what has a small dick and hangs down? What has a small dick a and hangs... A bat. A bat. <laughs> what has a big dick and hangs up? <laughs> I'm going to guess a Jeff. Jeff? Jeff, are you there? there? Jeff? This guy. Oh, no, I, I can't. Don't know I don't get it. I don't yeah. get the joke. Jeff, we didn't get I, the joke. I think he got cut off. <laughs> oh, no. He must have bad reception. I'm sure it was funny to someone. <laughs> Love you, man. There was someone in Iowa where right? that's laughing now. Um, so, well, that's really cool. Okay, so we were... Let's pick back up where we were. Yes. Uh, we, so I'm on the highway. Yeah. And I slide, and there's this huge explosion of energy as i bounce off of this railing right and fly back into the highway now what's crazy about that is uh i told you to snap my femur, uh fibia tibia knee bone uh everything everything i'm bleeding connected out. to the now i'm gonna back up bone i'm gonna back up just a second because right before i got to the exit i flew past well not fly i was doing about 90 mm. past a ford f-250 right. carrying kind of uh, winnebago okay. now driving the winnebago was a retiring army sergeant named mr matt sergeant matt pinkston Matt, Matt was with his family, and they were trying to sell that Winnebago. Mm-hmm. Matt also rides motorcycles. So as I go by my Superfly uh, GSXR with a 
with a Hayabusa swing arm. He saw the bike and he went, wow, that's a nice bike. Mm-hmm. And his wife, Alexandra, went, what bike? And he went, never mind, which exit are we getting off of? <laughs> so they were trying to decide which exit to get off because they had this huge right. bigo they were towing. One exit was going to get jammed up and the other was going to circumvent because they lived in West Point in the area. They decided to exit 17. So he comes off the exit and as he's turning the corner, my bike slides across the exit. <laughs> and he goes, holy shit, there's the bike. And <laughs> on the middle of the highway, meanwhile, I am laid the- out. No, not careening because remember it bounced. Oh, that's right. So the bike low-sided hit the railing and just kind of slid gently on its side across the exit. Aww. And I'm laid out in the middle of the exit, in the in the road exit. Now, I remember being on my back, knowing that my leg was probably you broken. You always stayed fully conscious. I was awake the whole time. Yeah. I was on my back, pretty well out. And I remember thinking to myself, don't look to your left. Because I knew the traffic was coming that way. And I've seen way too many Final Destination movies. Mm. So I was scared I was going to look to my left just in time to see like truck tires. Just just thinking about this is making me freak out right, right. now. It, okay. it ends well, I promise. Oh, I know, because you're here. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so as I'm sitting there waiting for like the truck tires, you know, like, yeah. I hear I hear a voice go, dude, you broke your leg. You've been in a motorcycle accident. You broke your ankle, but you're going to be okay. And I remember thinking to myself, that's a lie. That's God. But let's go with it. <laughs> so uh, Matt being, now the cool thing about Matt is, uh, Matt, I told you he's a retiring army sergeant. Right. His job in Afghanistan and Iraq was bag tagging disposal of body parts. Ooh. So he was probably the only person in like a five mile radius who was qualified and had seen this type of thing. Right. He'd done a few tours overseas. And his job was literally like, take that arm, take that leg, take that torso, one person, yeah. mark it, burn it. Yeah. <clears throat> he also wow. had a tourniquet in his in his truck. Yeah. So when he saw the, the truck, uh, my bike go across the exit. He had a tourniquet in his truck? He had like a medical kit oh, with a small okay. tourniquet in it, like an army, medi- army oh, medical wow. kit. Oh, wow. Okay. So when he saw my bike, he went, holy shit, there's the bike. And his wife turns around and goes, what bike? And she, he was gone. Yeah. Because he was already on me. So Matt comes up to me and he says, you know, you're going to be okay. Now, what I didn't know and what he didn't tell me was that my left foot was underneath my shoulder next to my helmet. So my foot was literally like right there, which is probably a good thing I didn't look left because that's what I would have seen was my shoe or my boot. And uh, Matt goes, I'm going to help you. And so I remember he was, I grabbed his elbows and again, I'm like 220 and Matt's a regular size dude. He's about 170, 180. He's about 10 years older than me. Right. And so I grab his elbows and he can't move. And I'm just like, <clears throat> like pain doesn't even register on the sensation that I had at this point. And I remember him telling was me. Was it so painful or was it like. I mean, it was, was so shock. Were you in shock? Pain. I don't know that it, if it was shock or not, but I know that the pain was off the charts. Uh, it was. I'm like. It was insane. Sweating right now. So sweating. Matt tells me, he's like, dude, you have to let me go. I can't help you because I can't move my arms. Right. So I let his hands go. And I, and I know I left bruises all along his, his arms. And uh, I remember thinking to myself, okay, don't freak out and don't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was bleeding, but I knew I was hurt. Mm-hmm. And I knew, and something in me just said like, every day after today is going to be either before or after today. Right. It's like that significant. Right. So I was trying to think of like, how can I not go to sleep? Right. So I remember Matt had a, a, a light color, maybe even blue button down and it was open. And Matt's a white guy. I could see his like little chest curlies. <laughs> and uh, oh I remember I looked up wow. at him and I thought, I bet I could get him to scream at me. So I reached up with my right hand and I grabbed his chest hair and I just started to pull it across his chest from one elbow to the one shoulder to the other. Oh. And Matt starts to scream. 
<laughs> and I was holding him. I was like, oh, that'll keep me awake. We're good. And I just held on to his chest as oh long as I could. Oh, chest and hair guys love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I thought so. Yeah. I'm sure I saw that in a, in a movie somewhere. Yeah. So eventually. 40 year old virgin. Yeah. He tells me, he's like, dude, let go of my chest. So I let go of his chest. Wow. More bruises. Meanwhile, wow. I am bleeding like a stuck pig. Yeah. And someone walks over, and by now it's... What was your main bleeding from? Was it because you're... I snapped my femoral artery. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So the femoral artery goes down the left side, and it pumps blood away from the heart. So even though I wasn't freaking out, I'm sure my heart rate was elevated to a degree. Uh And I was basically just pumping blood out. Yeah. And so, you know, he was trying to stop the bleeding because I was going to... I had minutes. Yeah. Um, For real, man. You look like For a real. Monty Python sketch, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, like no, that. totally. It was yeah. it was like a Quentin Tarantino yeah. death scene. Yeah. Just like blood everywhere. Oh, my God. Okay. They said it looked like somebody just took it's Benjamin It's going to be okay, Morpin. right? Right. Okay. So uh, Matt and I were going back and forth, and somebody says to me, who's on, who's on your vest? Like, what club do you ride with? Right. And I had a vest on yeah. for my club, and I was like, oh, Extreme Riders. Go get D-Man. Tell him Blackout went down, because that was my name, Blackout. Uh, we're we're doing this bike, and I like I got real clear, I got real focused. I rattled off my girlfriend's number, right, Nikki, who I think is listening. I love you, girl. And hey, uh, Nikki, hey Nikki, she'll probably call in. Call um, in. And so yeah, I rattled off that name, and I, apparently the guy tried to call Nikki, and Matt swiped the phone from him. And was like, don't call her because he wanted to take my helmet off. And Matt was like, we don't know if his skull's broken, like we can't call her. Right. So Nikki actually got a like a hang up in the middle of this. Oh my god! And she thought she didn't know what it was because she's like, oh Billy's phone must have died. Right. So um, we come back. And finally, I remember laying there and I was looking up at the sky and it's a beautiful blue sky, not a cloud anywhere. It's gorgeous out. Perfect. Right. And I see these two birds just flying across the sky. And I remember thinking to myself, I would have to crash on a beautiful day. How come I couldn't crash in the rain? Because I'd I'd been like nine funerals the year before. And then as I was sitting there, I thought, why don't I hear those birds? Hey, wait a minute. Why don't I hear anything? I don't hear anything. And Matt thinks that's when i passed out right and i think that i was awake for that so i don't know which but i remember being back with matt and matt was like dude stay with me i was like okay right but i was really really sleepy right what i would find out is by the time the paramedics came i had bled out to 15 percent of my body's blood <gasps> oh, volume well, my god and they said at 10 you're pretty much dead yeah so i got to 15 so the paramedics put me in a truck and i remember the last thing they yelled at me they yelled at me because um i had headphones and i was listening to louis ck uh, on my Shit. hey man this was, I didn't know he was jerking off into plants so at the time he was still cool shame that's, on you I like Louis I'm a Louis I don't C. think K. that's fan. the takeaway from the story it is okay? not but just, I, I feel like we're alright here okay. alright I, I, feel like, I feel like we're alright we're still let's stay we're okay. let's stay the course so yeah he's just say Cosby but he's just say Cosby so yeah they're slowly going down like so they were yelling at me about my headphones and then I passed out but this is where it gets cool so I started having these crazy ass dreams. Yeah. Now I'm going to talk about this kind of on two sides of a world here. Right. So on this world, it looked like 11 hours worth of surgery, flatlined, and a coma. On my side, it was I would just go to sleep and dream about riding a motorcycle. <laughs> but on the motorcycle, one minute I'm riding the motorcycle, and then all of a sudden I see myself elevated, and I'm watching myself ride a motorcycle. And I remember thinking, well, that's not right. <laughs> This isn't supposed to happen. This doesn't seem correct. And yeah, and then I would wake up and I would say something groggy like, where are my boots? <laughs> and people would say, well, we took your boots. Did I lose my leg in a motorcycle accident? <laughs> yeah. Shit. And I'd go back to sleep. Aww. And then I would dream about cycling with one leg. Right. And I'd think, I wonder if I could ride a bike with one leg. And then I'd wake up again 
where am I? And they're like, you're at Orange County Choppers or you're at you know, Westchester Medical. Did I lose my leg in a motorcycle accident? Yes, you did. Damn it. And they go back to sleep. And I dream about swimming. Wow. Never learned how to swim, but I dream, I wonder if I could swim with one leg. Right. And then I would wake up and they'd be like, do you know where you are? And I'd be like, Orange County Choppers. <laughs> they'd be like, you're at Westchester Medical. Okay. Did I lose my leg in a motorcycle accident? Yes, you did. Fuck. And I'd go back to sleep and I dream about running. So this happened uh, over. over and over again. Yeah. And it was always pretty much running, swimming, and cycling. Yeah. And I kept bringing back, like, my leg is, I don't have a leg. And it was weird. And then. But I, you're, like, a really in shape guy. You do a lot of, like, physical uh, well, yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was, a, I was so, a personal trainer at the time. Yeah, I mean. So I was really kind fit. of makes sense in the sense that you were, like, testing out all these things that yeah. you love. Yeah, totally. And that you're, like, maybe weren't sure you could do anymore. Well, and I was a Division One track athlete. You right. know, I had done Tough Mudders. I'd done right. Montauk Centuries. Like, I was a pretty fit, very active. I was also one of these trainers, like, I didn't. It's one of those guys that didn't have a Metro card. Because I just rode my bike all over the city. Right. And I'd walk my bike into movie theaters and shit. So mm-hmm. it's very fit. Mm-hmm. So this one dream I had, and this is where we kind of get to the the meat of it, so to speak, um, <laughs> was me riding up 6th Avenue from 14th Street. And I'm on 6th Avenue, and there is not a cloud in the sky. There is not a car on the road. There is no traffic. Well, there are they, no people. You know and there's no trash. <laughs> it's like Memorial Day weekend. Uh, yeah. And there's nobody out there. And I just remember thinking, this is wonderful. And all I could hear is the hum of the bike on the on the cement. Right. Like on the grout on the asphalt. And I remember thinking, this is perfect. I could stay here forever. Aww. And then but there was something in me that said, Don't say yes. Because if you say yes, you can't get back. Yeah. Or like there was like some kind of finality in saying I accepted this. Right. So I kept thinking, Well, this is nice, but I'm gonna get lonely because there's nobody to talk to. And because there was literally nobody in the street, it was just right. me in the city, like yeah. you know, I am legend style, except no deer. Right. <laughs> so, as soon as I said, and I'm gonna get lonely, I immediately had the sensation of hunger. And I thought to myself, I want a cheeseburger and a Coke. Nah. Now, at the time, um, again, I'm riding up Sixth Avenue towards the park, towards Central Park. There used to be a deli on Seventh, a- on Second Avenue mm. and 56th. 356 57th called mm-hmm. Hamilton's mm-hmm. and I used to go there all the time they knew who I was so I thought I'm gonna go to Hamilton's and I'm gonna get a cheeseburger and a coke so I drive I fly up 6th Avenue hard ride on 56th go to 2nd Avenue cross the street no traffic and walk in with my bike helmet gear and everything walk right up to the counter and the guy's got his back to me and I say excuse me sir can I get a cheeseburger and a coke the guy turns around and he has no face it's completely like erased slash pixelated, mm-hmm. like some the ring type shit. Right. Dark like mirrors. Mask, yeah, dark mirrors. Like, yeah, right. Japan, yeah right. Japanese horror movie, like no face. Oh my and God. And all I hear is wah, 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 wah. Uh-huh. Peanut school teacher right. style. And, and I remember thinking, <laughs> well, that's odd. And I just kind of, and then he goes back. Seems and when he turns strange. around, he's kind of moving in like a glitch, like a really old first person shooter, right. like Grand Theft Auto 1. <laughs> Jerky. And- yeah, yeah, like you stuck between a taxi and a prostitute. <laughs> So I hear a bell and I look to my right and this woman or what I think is a woman walks in and she's dressed all in black. And at first I used to think she was in a burqa, but not, but really I couldn't see her face. Yeah. No eyes, no nose, no mouth. And she kind of glitches up to the counter and she just says, wah, 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 wah. and the guy turns around, walks right over to her and goes, wah, 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 wah. and I look at her and I say, excuse me, miss. I'm sorry. I was here first. May I get a cheeseburger and a Coke? 
And the guy continues to talk to her and then ignores me and turns around and goes to make her food. Mm-hmm. And I start to get upset because this is turning into a customer service issue. <laughs> and I think it's because I'm black. So I'm like ready to ask for a manager, you know. Like, yeah, I'm being ignored. Me. I'm going to take a shit on the floor. Exactly. You know. I'm going to write you a bad Yelp. So um, I'm watching them have this interaction. And I remember being pissed that I wasn't being served. And I think this is probably the moment, the second time I flatlined. Right. But this is after the second time I flatlined. This is fucking... I think the first time I flatlined was when I saw myself over the bike. Mm-hmm. And I think the second time was when I had a choice to stay or to go. Mm-hmm. And I think that when I said no, that was it. Mm-hmm. So, and someone later told me, they said they think, and I believe this, I think I was on the other side. Yeah. And I think they weren't able to, and they were like, if you could have seen them or they could have communicated, you were definitely on the wrong side of life. So I'm getting upset. And I'm looking at these people and I'm watching them talk. And I slam my fist down on the counter. I go, damn it. Can a brother get a cheeseburger and a Coke? <laughs> and instantly I'm in another room. And it's dark. And I see all these lights. And the first thing that pops into my head is like Star Trek. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at the dashboard of the Enterprise. And these white things come flying at me. And I think I'm being attacked. So I get up to defend myself. And as I scream, ah, I realize my arms are in restraints. There's something around my neck and something in my mouth. Oh. And... As I'm kind of focusing because I can't yeah. move, I realize the white things are nurses. Yeah. I'm in a hospital room and it's pitch black because it's five o'clock in the morning. So you're coming back. So I just yeah. come back and my arms are in restraints. So I'm sitting there like wide eyed and mm. freaked out, wide awake. And these nurses walk up to me and they say, they run in. They say, oh my God, Mr. Davis, thank God you're awake. You've been in a horrible motorcycle accident. We apologize about the restraints, but we had to take your leg. And yesterday you tried to walk out of here. And as soon as they said that, I remembered, I remember distinctly going, fuck this, I'm out of here. And I tried to, like, I don't know why I said that, but I went like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And I tried to spin to my left. And what stopped me was I caught a glimpse of my leg and it was a bloody stump and there was nothing. My foot was gone. And I remember freezing, looking at my foot and going, what the hell? And then like somebody hit me in the neck literally with something and I went back to sleep. Like, which is why yeah. she, which is why she said you know we had to put you in restraints yeah she goes we'll take the restraints off but you have to promise not to try to leave do you understand right and i looked at her and i kind of looked at the nurse it was like two, i remember there were two nurses at least in the room and i just kind of nodded yes but i didn't do anything else because i was you know 15 seconds before i'm ordering a cheeseburger on second avenue uh, right. and i wasn't quite sure what was real and what wasn't right i was high on dilaudid morphine and you were hungry and i was and hungry, hungry. Yeah. And so I just kind of nodded. And so they take the restraints off and I kind of check my wrist because I'm thinking worst case, you know, even if I'm still dreaming, at least my wrists are free and I can fight back. Yeah. And then they take the tube out of my mouth, which was either a breathing or a feeding tube. I don't right. know what, but I remember feeling that like come up through. Yeah. Like that's a gross feeling. Yeah. And I looked at the lady and there was this really uncomfortable pause. And I looked at the nurse and I said, can a brother get a cheeseburger and a Coke? I'm really hungry. <laughs> and the nurses kind of looked at me and they're like, okay mm. we'll see what we can do and then my mother came in and my girlfriend came in and i remember you know them saying you know telling me what happened and i remember asking i was like so how long was i out and they're like well how long do you think you were out i was like i don't know 12 14 hours right and my girlfriend goes baby it's thursday mm-hmm. and i was like thursday so i was like the bike rally was on saturday and my first thought honestly was we missed the montauk we we're supposed to ride montauk or five yeah. burrows or something right it was a five borough it was five oh it was maybe no five borough i'd already done 
Because that was the first weekend in... Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was so, the first ride to Montauk. Yeah. We were supposed to have some kind of Montauk ride. Right. And I remember thinking, oh, man, I missed the Montauk ride. And they're like, Montauk, dude, your leg is gone. And I was... It was just... Yeah. So, fast forward, um, on the anniversary of my accident, I remember thinking to myself, how can I... What do I do about this? Because it's called your live day, but like nobody wants to celebrate the day of a crash. Right. So, what I decided to do was um, celebrate the day that I woke up. So, on May 24th, which is the day I woke up... I celebrated by putting a picture of myself with a cheeseburger on social media. <laughs> I said, hey, look, guys, remember that day I didn't die on a motorcycle? I got my cheeseburger, and an amazing thing happened. All of my friends from all over the country and some all over the world all responded by posting pictures of themselves eating cheeseburgers. And it became this like running joke between me and my friends. Like, hey, man, welcome to the world, Billy. Thanks for not dying on us. And everybody had cheeseburgers, and it was really awesome. So we well, did first that. First of all, for- you're making me hungry, and second of all, I'm going to do this. <laughs> you told me order cheeseburger right now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we have a link. Oh, it gets amazing. better. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, fast forward a couple of years, I get in triathlons, right? And I'm trying to raise money to get myself some equipment. And what we ended up doing was, I got linked with an organization called Wiggle Your Toes, mm. which does the New York City Triathlon every year, and they host a team of athletes, and it's July 1st this year, and they all raise money for Wiggle. Well, I ended up in, in that team with them, and I also run with Achilles, um, and I was trying to figure out how to raise money, and I thought, what if I just had everybody donate the price of a cheeseburger to my account and raise the money that way? And we totally. did it, and it went cra- it went so crazily insane that yeah. we ended up raising the first, the first year. They asked me to raise 2500 And Jesus Christ, in New York City, a cheeseburger's fucking 15 bucks. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah. It's like, you know? $10 million. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I raised $10 million off of cheeseburgers. <laughs> But yeah, so that's what we started doing. So this is our third year. Oh, this is so cool. And tomorrow I'm... is the sixth anniversary of the accident. I'm not happy to hear that, but I'm well, also happy that you're here. Thank and that you. You're doing this. That thank you, you. You know, that you turn this into something that is really a positive. Yeah. You know, you know, I actually, it's hard for me to talk right now because I'm feeling like emotional about just you and, and the whole thing that you went through. Thank you. I haven't heard the whole story until just now. And like the you know, the way you tell it, and I'm sure you've told it many, many times before, it's a very emotional experience to hear it, even just to hear it. I can't imagine living through it. I'm so, first of all, so grateful that you're here. Thank you. Right now, I you're beautiful. You're amazing. Aww. You're doing an amazing thing. I'm so glad. So let's talk about, again, how do people know where to go, what to do, you know, what, well, what can I do right now? Right now, you can go to, if you go to Facebook, right. we have... Um, at Cheeseburger Day 2018, Cheeseburger there is Day. an event page that's open to the public tomorrow from two to four. Actually, let me back up. There are two things. There's a sweat shed that Crunch Gym okay. is doing from 12 to one. What is that? I don't know what sweat jet. Sh- so, sh- so Crunch Gym means. is a gym chain. Yeah, I know and that. And they have a boot camp. <laughs> they, have, they have like a <laughs> boot camp called the sweat shed. It's like their oh, okay. high intensity oh, I see. interval okay. Uh, okay. thing. And we are having people sign up for $30 a set, uh, per class pot, class pass. You Sweat can sign up. up and right. go do a boot camp. This is on their thing or on this Facebook? Is, it's on Facebook. Okay. You can look that one up on Sweatshed. Sweatshed. Um, okay. Or if, you know, like I said, you can follow the link there. Um, uh, and then there's also right after that, right. we are going to Harlem to Corner Social on one, and see the crunch is on 57th or 59th and 2nd. Right. You can go there, register, take the class, or you can just donate. Right. Or you can go to Cheeseburger, I'm sorry, Corner Social from what, two to this five. This is amazing. Like all the stuff. This is great. Yeah. You know, the. Well, we're doing cheeseburgers at Corner Social. So two to five tomorrow at Corner Social, they're having a chili, Billy Davis cheeseburger special. You go there, they order the special and they donate a portion of the funds to wiggle your toes. 
And so it's and I was be- at Cheeseburger Day last year at Corner Social, and it can't be missed. It and talk a little packed. bit more about Wiggle Your Toes, like in general. So Wiggle Your Toes is an organization based out of uh, Minneapolis. Right. They are. It was started by Aaron Holmes, who's doubling. Did you the find them, or did they find you? You know, they. I found them. Yeah. Uh, when you, the thing about being an amputee is, if you, if you end up an amputee through some random, usually an act of trauma of some sort, right? You kind of wake up and you feel like you're the only person in the world for whom this has happened. Sure. And there are some people that, when they've done this, they've said, "Okay, so where are the resources?" You know, heaven forbid you're in a public event like a bombing or something like that a mm-hmm. car crash mm-hmm. people typically come out and although some things get missed most people get taken care of but if you're just a random guy or gal who just has a shitty day on the highway um i know people that have been hit or run over by trains fall on a subway we have almost over 200 accidents a year where people fall into the subway tracks a lot of those people just get overlooked yeah and if you don't have your insurance in order if you don't have any money saved up if you don't you know it, you'd be surprised how many things fall through and in this day and, and age, who has any money saved exactly. up and who has the money for health care and who has anything? At this point, like you really do need people to rally around right. you and like people who are team. specific to a cause right. and care about a cause and like, you know, like minded yeah. in, a, a in the sense of yeah. finding right, a, community. a community. So this organization, if you were to lose your limb, you just tell them, hey, look, I don't have the financial means to do X, Y and Z. They'll take a look at it. It's pretty much it's pretty easy to get stuff. Right. I was able to get running prosthetics. Uh, they were able to help me with my walker, my daily knee. Right, talk about what you have. Let's talk about so, just in general what you have here. Okay, so what I was allotted through my insurance was about $50,000 towards the knee, mm-hmm. which will get you a moderate grade uh, prosthetic for an above the knee amputee. Right. Now, if you are, if you, I don't want to say if you're, if you're, if you're inactive or not very active, right. that'll probably do, if you're an accountant or you spend all day sitting, you're cool. No, but, but you're, you're super active. I'm yeah. very active. I, I walk around, I get about 15,000 steps in a day. Mm-hmm. I'm a personal trainer, stairs, commuting the whole nine. Mm-hmm. So I kept working through the knee they gave me. It mm-hmm. was, just, it would just break under volume. Yeah. So what they suggested was uh, prosthetics in motion. Shout out to prosthetics in motion. Um, Chris Court and his team said, Hey, we got to get you a low grade military knee. But the problem is, that knee is eighty five thousand, wow. and your insurance is only going to pay thirty. Right? I'm sorry, fifty. Yeah. So Wiggle was able to help me subsidize the rest of that money so that I could have a normal life. Wow. Um, and that's what they do. I mean, last year and we people were, can also go to wiggleyourtoes.com yeah. to like toes. find com. out more about that. Yes, exact- we have a CrowdRise account. Okay. So yeah. if you go to CrowdRise and yeah. just type in Wiggle Your Toes, yeah, try New York City Triathlon will come up, and you'll see my picture. And and you can post there. If you're listening, this is Mockumental on Radio for Brooklyn. This was really important. Um, you know, Billy and Warren came in the last time and, you know, there's so much joy that you guys have in your music. You bring so much laughter to everyone. Like, you guys are crazy or uh, offensive. You're, um, <laughs> <laughs> you're just amazing to uh, watch work together in general. And we had talked about this at, at the last time we were together. And this feels really important. I feel like if everybody out there that's listening can uh, go to Wiggle Your Toes, can uh, go to, say it again, Billy, everything. I'm sorry. So you One can go time. to Facebook and we have a Facebook page. Yeah. For, for that um and it's w- cheeseburger day 2018 yes um you can also go to crowd rise and look yes. up wiggle your toes how can you forget cheeseburger day t- 2018 like yes. that's come on yeah, get, that's get it together them. people there you go um yeah and if you're trying to call in i know some people think they have, they have the wrong number it's 718-928-9732 yeah we thought we'd actually lighten the mood a little bit and ask some <laughs> of our friends to well, call in like, it's it's to call it got heavy in here about, but like i feel good about no, that's what i was that's where i was leading with what i was yeah, saying is like yeah, yeah. oh here we go 
Well, uh, hello there. Hi, welcome to Mockumental. Thank you for calling in. Uh, who am I speaking with? Uh, you're speaking with Chris Ortega. Hi, Yo, Chris. Chris, what's up, brother? Yo, what's up? What's Chris. Up? How y'all doing, man? Hey. How are you doing? He gave me the damn wrong number, so I tried to... <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a lot of that tonight. <laughs> what yeah. number did I give you? We... We are just happy, happy to have you, and that you have the right number is is. I'm we're so glad now. Um, how do you guys know each other? Where are you calling in from, Chris? Uh, man, I'm actually at Kinsley's graduation. <gasps> oh snap! Oh, you like oh, yeah. you like ducked oh, out? That's so much you mean to me. You ducked out of his kid's graduation. I love you. I'm, I'm taking away from my daughters. I love you, Chris. So you got to know who Chris is. So you're from, wait, Chris. You're from Kansas. Yes. Why you got a problem with that? No, <laughs> <laughs> T-town, baby. No, baby, no. We just had we just had some Kansas ass weather over here, so I'm just like, oh, you know, I totally, I, I'm so glad you called in. So Chris is Chris is one of my little brothers. I grew up in Kansas. My best friend is Roger Ortega, who's back home shooting a music video today. Chris is one of Roger's little brothers, right? And uh, Roger, Chris, Mike, Rico. Um, the whole Ortega family—they're like second family to me. That mm-hmm. Juanita's mom, Juanita Chris's mom, sorry, is around the corner from my mom. Sorry, I think of tacos when I hear Ortega. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel really bad about that, but like I, now you're making me Damn! hungry. You know, you're making me hungry Paso. for the second time. You talk about cheeseburgers and you talk about tacos. And that is Let's so not confuse the two. But to hey, be fair, cool. Juanita can cook. To, to be fair, to Juanita be fair. can cook her ass off. Juanita knows what she's doing. So Chris, oh, where, where were you when all of this stuff went down? Because I know Chris was. Chris is one of my, like, we're family, so. Yeah, where were yeah. you when Billy lost his leg? <laughs> where were you when. Yeah. Where were you when Billy lost his leg? Cha cha cha. Cha cha cha. Hey, man, it's crazy because uh, it's like a replay because, shit, man, I was at a graduation party. <laughs> <laughs> at, Gage, at Gage Park. You know? Do you hang out yeah, at graduations? Do you, are school? you like a graduation <laughs> groupie? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> well, as long as, uh, you, well, you know, I will. No, it's not. I keep getting older and they keep graduating. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say, but I got a little nervous. And then I love my husband so much for, like, you know, knowing when to go go to that hey, place. Babe, is Warren with you? Yeah, right yeah, here. He's here. Hey, hey, no, he left. <laughs> What's up, Chris? Hey, have you seen my baseball? <laughs> <laughs> well, did Warren steal your baseball? <laughs> I will go to his place and I will find it for you. No, but you know, uh, yeah, I was uh, at a graduation party for my cousin when we got the call. And it was, you know, first of all, it freaking sobers you up really quick. So it sure does. I, like, I, I mean, just sitting listening right now to the story is for me. Like I can't imagine getting that call and hearing those words and I ruined a lot of parties that you weekend. Fu- <laughs> you <laughs> fucked up some shit, Billy. Yeah, what Jeff didn't tell you was Jeff and those guys were camping for like three days. Oh god. So when they came down the mountain and people started calling They're like do 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 coming yeah, down the I mountain. I think they were in like a strip club and they're like prayers for Billy D. We were just with him, you know. <laughs> he was fine when he, he left. He made it off the mountain. He's all right. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, um, are you going to be having a cheeseburger tomorrow? Let me ask you that. Well, yeah. Hello. Hold up. <laughs> Hello. Exactly. Billy's my brother. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, Chris, and, Chris and me go way back. We've uh, Black Superman. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I've known this guy when I'm first. I mean, Roger and I, Roger, Chris's older brother and I have known each other since we were 14 years right. old. So I've known Chris since he was like, you know, 12. 
Yeah. Um, and he's yeah. he's he's fatter now than he ever was. When he was <laughs> I'm joking. No, actually, Chris is a very talented boxer. Well, you do know that Billy is a personal trainer. No, no, no. Chris will you know whip what? my ass. I don't care what his I would not fight like Ortega. <laughs> I'll fight anybody on the planet unless their last name is Ortega. I ain't fighting Mike. I ain't fighting Chris. I ain't fighting Rico. I ain't fighting Roger. Hey, I'm the, hey, I'm the nice one, okay? Yeah, he is. He's, he's the nice one. The rest yeah. of them are crazy, but I love those boys, man. The Ortegas are my people. And shout out to, you know, Uncle Don, uh, Aunt Rose, and Tammy, and, and Steve, and the whole La Familia and the Paradise Band. Let me ask you, guys, you this. Man. what uh, If you could ask them to play one song or uh, along one theme, what would you uh, ask them to play? Cheeseburgers in Nashville. Sorry. Uh-huh. Hey, no, I didn't a... ask you, Billy. Sorry, how, about, sorry. how about Harold's Price Package in Topeka? <laughs> Harold's Price Package is the best cheeseburger in Topeka, hands down. <laughs> hands down. What song would you like to hear, Chris? Do you have a favorite? You have a favorite? You have anything, you, like any topic? Think of, think of a topic. And we already sang the song about weed. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do oh. weed. Off the table. Okay, hey, how about this is for, for my smokers? <laughs> <laughs> some, some red man and method man how about that oh he's, he's he thinks we're doing covers uh, <laughs> that's cute that's I, cute I got my guitar with me Chris what do you want us to play what do you here? anything anything I, I don't care you know what yeah, so. alright it's it's an anything goes anything goes uh, with black and white cookies alright this one's a special one for you Chris and we're gonna keep you on the line so feel free to heckle at any point <laughs> the tooth fairy touched me in my private place last night The tooth fairy touched me After mom turned out the light I get the feeling that he's done this shit before So when you tuck me in tonight Oh please don't close the door Because the tooth fairy touched me in my special place last night <laughs> The tooth fairy touched me In my special place last night That creepy little bastard Should know that touching kids ain't right What the hell did I ever do to this guy? Tell me what's his problem, mommy, is he fucking high? Why did the tooth fairy touch me in my pee-pee place last night? The tooth fairy touched me in my pee-pee place last night, in my pee-pee place last night. So the next time I see him, I swear he's gonna get a fight Tell that flying fairy if I see his ass again I'll end his life with a kitchen knife This shit is gonna end Won't let the tooth fairy touch me In my pee place tonight The tooth fairy touch me in my pooper shoot last night, in my pooper shoot last night. So I stabbed a child molester underneath the pale moonlight. I guess that means there's no more of this story left to tell. As far as I'm concerned, that piece of shit can burn in hell. Cause the tooth 
fairy touched me So I stabbed his ass last night That's right, the tooth fairy touched me So I stabbed his ass last night I just love that you talked through the entire thing, Chris. You, you are a true, true... He's still talking. He's not talking to us. I know, he's like, so you guys... Uh, he's on stage in a ceremony. Hey, we're live. We're live. Oh, we're live. Who's that? Who's that? Who, who do you have around you right now? Michael Ortega, seven-time OCW. Yo! Michael! 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 Michael in the house. How are you guys doing tonight? We're good. How are you doing, Mike? The Tooth Fairy uh, touched us, though, so, you know. I didn't tell you my nickname. Shit. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Chris the Bomb Dot Bomber. <laughs> so, how you doing, Billy, Warren, everybody? Man, we're good, bro. Just missing you, big man. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Mike, so, we have a question for you, too. I got to, go. hey, I, hey, hold on, goddammit, shit. <laughs> 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 hey, what's the language? Hey, they're cussing shit. Why can't I? Fucking, you fucking cuss as much as you fucking want to. Oh, right, all right. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Hey, love you, brother, man. I'm going to go back and mingle with some uh, other people real quick. Some ladies. All right, Mike. Love you, brother. (laughs) Hey, man, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was Chris, man. I ain't trying to leave you. Oh, Oh, okay. Sorry, Mike. Come on now. So, Mike, where where were you? What we want to know is this, Mike. Oh, yeah. Where were you when Billy lost his leg? Cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. Well, let's see. I believe I was at the Saznak. It's like a dive strip club here in Topeka. <laughs> <laughs> and I was getting ready to get a lap dance from this one-legged midget. Uh, <laughs> so like, I don't think you can call them midgets anymore, Mike. I don't. It's me too. I think there's a lot of things <laughs> they can't do, but so I say you too. can do it all on my we show. Do. You do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're kind of like, man, I'm sad for people, but I'm more sad for me missing out on this lap dance, right? No, actually, uh, we was on our way to Philadelphia to do a wrestling show with um, PCW Angel Medina from the Baldy. <laughs> oh yeah, Angel Medina fucked up my knee, man. Ugh, fuck that guy. Oh, now it's his fault. Now it's his fault, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah no, what's funny? So check this out. I got one knee now. Well, Come no, on. Here, here's you, Kelly. Here's how okay. Kelly. Here's what you gotta know. So like a couple of weeks before the accident, it's almost like the universe was getting shit out of the way. Yeah. So Mike runs an, a pro wrestling organization smack, in Topeka, smack, smack. Kansas. <laughs> yeah. And Mike had asked us to go back and do a thing. So I actually right. did a live pro wrestling event like three weeks before the accident against a real ECW wrestler named Angel Medea, who is big as a house. Yeah. So I went in there and Angel throws me out of the ring. And I remember I actually landed and messed up my knee. Oh, and you were and like, I wait, wait, the good knee? My, the one they cut off. So when I landed, I remember thinking, "Oh man, I just really jacked up my other good knee, like my good knee." Uh, so I was limping around anyway. Wait, so that was your good knee? Oh yeah, that was definitely a thought. Uh, when I woke up and I was like, "Dude, that was the good knee." Uh, like that one had the surgery. The surgery is on the right. Uh, the left shit. one was the good knee. But Angel Medina had already kicked my ass like two weeks before in a pro wrestling match. Listen, I just want to put it out. Oh, you were no, go ahead. He was also in the ring with uh, Thomas Rodman from the Blue World Order too. Yeah, that guy sucks. But anyway, no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I love Rod. Did you hurt your bad knee or your feelings? <laughs> no. Oh, or your ego. That's, that's, fam- that's family right there. You're taking with one knee tied behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, tell us more, Mike. We're what, strapped, strapped what else? Do tell. Uh, we're, getting ready, we're getting ready to head to uh, Kansas City to fly out. 
and I got this phone call, and that put a damper on everything. And it just, you know, Billy's been a good friend of the family for years. And also, you didn't want to leave the strip club, obviously. No, it wasn't really a strip club. I mean, I was just... <laughs> oh, you're just, you're I just exaggerating. It was just a midget stripping, not a club. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to hook up with Billy after that, but... Uh, <laughs> no, but Billy's, Billy's been a good friend of the family for years. I got the snorts tonight. Sorry. It really it really hit home, and it, it was just rough for all of us. I mean, but... Well, I mean, he he came back and he's stronger than ever. That's what I was going to say. I mean, for me, I never knew him before that. So for me, like he just is a strong, uh, not silent type, (laughs) a strong, loud ass motherfucker is, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, with an amazing voice, an amazing personality, and an amazing cause, he's really working hard to, uh, you know, uh, he's. To, to come on here and talk about this it, ma- it means a lot to me you know for you to be here you. and for you to tell your story it's huge um i had you know no idea the the horror and the terror and the and the fear because you're such a an uplifting personality um and a funny guy and a sweet guy and a guy who you know like that you went through this really dark probably really dark time you, you know that you used music comedy well, I'll, I'll tell you this, and Mike, 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 you can you can back you can tell me how you feel about this. I feel like I'm the same guy after the accident as I was before. Um, that's true. Yeah, Ro- you know, every, Ro- you know, Mike and Roger and Chris and Warren, they know my story. Uh, right. Both my parents are visually impaired. I was raised by two visually impaired parents. Right. Both, my mother still lives in Topeka. She's legally blind. Right. And um, we've never had a car, which is one of the reasons I. Hung out with Roger initially because his dad had a really big car <laughs> that would fit all of us. Remember the boat? He had, had the boat. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's not why I hung out with Roger. <laughs> right? The Delta well, 88. But, I, mean, I mean, it was Topeka. I mean, who cares? But my point is that <laughs> I've always been this kind of guy. So, I, I remember telling people after the accident, you know, I feel like I'm uniquely qualified for this. Both my parents are visually impaired. Right. I was, I've been athletic annoyingly optimistic very very chatty yeah, but don't you hate the whole thing when people are like god doesn't give you anything you can't handle but i, I really feel like that though because but, but here's the thing i also feel like people can handle a lot more than they think they can yeah that's true. i think that when you paint yourself when you sometimes you end up in a situation where you just have to rise right and and i'm not gonna lie man when i first got out of the hospital after everybody went away and it was just me on the couch yeah can i ask what was your worst like moment like can i ask the that? worst moment it, it, they, they happen i mean like do, do they keep coming i mean it's like a rolling up. thing yeah. i mean you know there was a time when i first got out of the out of the hospital and you know i the for, for the first two weeks i had nightmares oh, i can't I kept, imagine for weeks i would first two weeks i would wake up and i would not want to open my eyes because i was like that was the worst dream ever Please let that have been a dream. Right. And I would wake up and the leg would still be gone. Yeah. And even after I got home, like, I remember, like, lying in the bed until I almost peed myself because it wasn't real until you had to reach for the crutches. Right. So it it was always hard. But after you get tired of, after you stop crying and after you stop, you know, I wished I could drink. I was like, man, if only I just drank. I'd I'd drink right now. Why don't I forget? forget. I'm allergic. I'm allergic to alcohol. that's right. So that's another reason, like, I'm qualified for this. I know, right? It goes... Yeah, so it was like that, and then it was, you know, man, and not that I would do heroin, but I was like, man, good thing I'm not a junkie, because I'd be right now. Because maybe I would try that right now. And at the end of the day, all there is is, okay, so get back on, you know, throw your head over the fence, then go get your fucking hat. Right. You know, there, there was this one day, I remember, it was the very first day I was by myself. Yeah. And 
everybody, you know, when I, when I had the accident, my son came in. Because at first it's a lot yeah, of family. It's a lot and, of family and a right. lot of people and like my dad, commotion my mom. and you yeah, don't right. have time to think of, of anything. Right. And then and then it settles. So there was a point where I was out of the hospital. I was out of rehab. Was I was back in my apartment and everybody had flown home and it was just Nikki and I. And then one day Nikki goes, baby, I got to go to work. You're by yourself. Are you going to be okay? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure. I'll be good. And so I got my wound back and she leaves. And almost immediately I thought, I want a nice coffee. Now, at the time, I lived on the fourth floor. I was on a fourth floor walk up around the corner from a Dunkin' Donuts. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go get Dunkin' Donuts. So I crutched down four flights of stairs around the corner, walk into the Dunkin' Donuts. And the woman, they haven't seen me in six months. They freak out. Oh, my God. What happened? I was like, I lost my leg in a motorcycle accident. No big deal. We thought you moved, you know. No, was, we thought you moved. Well, you know, like your Dunkin' Donuts guy doesn't know. Like, who tells him? So I said, you know, I, 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 I was like, well, let me just. Get the a, weed dealer knew. You're right. The weed dealer knew what happened. Well, yeah, but yeah. So they give Hello. me a coffee, and I crutch back we'll over to the door, and I drop the coffee. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, that's not going to work. So yeah. I got came back, got another one, put it in my cargo shorts, and went home. Mm-hmm. And people often say, man, you got so much courage, and blah blah blah. At the end of the day, I just wanted iced coffee. I just want iced coffee. So you got to think that at some point you figure it out. Yeah. And I think that what the the trick is, don't try to do it alone. And you just got to realize there are going to be some hard days. You're going to want to quit. Yeah. And you just don't. So I don't know that. And reach out. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, like you did, Billy. Yeah. Like reach out. Like find Google. Google. Support like wiggle groups, your toes. Wiggle your toes. You would have maybe not known. And uh, you yeah. know you can find someone who who wants to be there on your side. And you know here you are with us. I'm so grateful you're here tonight. Oh, for sure. And I'm always grateful when you're Thank in you. because you're Thank fucking you. hilarious. But also just that you're just here. You know. I mean, I'm so glad we didn't lose you in that motorcycle accident. Me too. Um, I have to say something, though, that I don't think you remember this. So the first time... I I was there at the motorcycle accident. (laughs) I was there at the mountain. I was was on the back of the cycle. No, but the the first time I came up to visit when you were conscious in the hospital, right? Because... You yeah. know, we were all. I wasn't there that first day because I was hammered after a wedding. Oh well, yeah, and I got you the call got, from was Roger. Everybody at a like, goddamn wedding. What the fuck? Different was wedding. What the hell was going on? It was on Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> was, yeah. Oh. I had I had been at a wedding at the Botanical I was Gardens. At a wedding. I'm, I'm, I won't even tell that story right now. But when I finally went up to visit you, oh, first of all, Bob Muir was cool, <gasps> cool Bob! enough to with me hop on bikes and ride up to Valhalla, New York, the 22 miles to go visit Billy. Bob's the coolest. Right. Love so, Bob. Love but Bob. I walk into the room. This is there, the Bob first Colin. I've seen Billy since the accident. And like nobody else is there but Nikki at that point. Mm-hmm. And Billy turns to me and and says, you know, and Billy Billy trained jiu-jitsu as well. That was one of his big passions. And he turns to Who's me and goes, jiu-jitsu? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm it's like, a thing with the Jews. You wouldn't understand the jiu Go Oh, my but, God. Billy, yeah, like, so like he, literally just looked like, like <laughs> maybe you was going to get yeah, up and roll. Yeah, you he was like, oh, yeah, let me show you. So, I forgot we were joking. So do you remember the first thing you said to me when we first connected after that? He goes, you know, I've been sitting here for a while, and I think I figured out how I can still do a single leg takedown. <gasps> Did I say that? That's what you said to me. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh. <laughs> or run, get out of here. <laughs> he be, I was he like, wait, is he serious that he's thinking about, or, or is he talking about the single leg because of the single leg? And I was like, I don't. 
<laughs> I took it as funny. A single. Do you remember right. that? I don't like, remember a lot of this. Like, was that a so jujitsu much. joke or an amputee joke? <laughs> That's exact. I couldn't. So say. many things. You know, um, I think that there's so many things that happened in that, especially like let's say the month after something like horrifying happens. It's really difficult. It's really a difficult time, and you don't really remember every single thing. But some of it's funny. But you have exactly what I'm going to say. You have remembered so much of it and have turned it into, uh, you know, uh, not not all of it's funny, but, uh, you know, it means something. Yeah, and, it, yeah. it, you know, you, what you're doing with uh, your the charity work and what you're doing when it comes around to this time of totally. year and how you changed it to kind of a positive spew spew. Is it spew? Positive spiel. Spiel or spew? I don't know. Spiel. Thanks. Um, Positive spew is messy. I I need. Here's what I I need. I have a funny story when you want one. I I want a funny story, but I want a song first. Okay. So I'm I'm down with both. I I would like to say this. Okay, you. We can introduce this song as if because I also remember the first time we got back on stage. After the accident. Oh, this is funny. And so I'm, I'm not going to lead in with that song. So how long had you guys been together before the accident? Four or five years. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. We started writing together in 2000-ish. And the accident was 2012. I was going to say, so that's a little more than three or four We had a lot of time. He's old. Yeah, so we were at. He's like, what am I doing yeah. here? Who? What? Where <laughs> am I? Am I What is the cookies? Am I in a studio, a radio studio? Who I do you? Myself. <laughs> so, you of course remember Walt's Astoria yeah, fondly, oh, and how much we so miss fondly. that place. I love yes. that place. Shout out to so Pedro much. and Song. Oh, so, I love them so much. And that was a, a, that was our our second home for Black and White Cookies. We love. And they were doing there. that. Uh, let's just one more time to them. Um, they were doing that before that was cool yeah. in, in Astoria. Oh, you know? That's right. They were the they ones. They were doing really that. the only ones. Yeah. yeah. I would travel to Astoria to do. Yeah, the open mic was the, the best. Shout the out to Billy Conahan. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Billy came through. Yeah. So, yep. And, and, and now QED is there, which yeah, is great. Yeah. You know, like a, a, a yeah, little like. Totally. But Walt has a special place in our heart. And, and Pedro. Absolutely. So we came to the open mic just to get out and be out. Right. And it was before Billy had the prosthetic. You guys so he's, came he's, out of the closet. Exactly. It was just amazing. No, you were clutching up the oh, stage at that right. point. So, you guys yeah. came out as gay, and I was like, what? Exactly. I didn't even think they were gay. Who saw that and coming? Like, who knew? <laughs> so Pedro <laughs> introduces us, and he likes to introduce black and white cookies anyway, right? But this one is, I, I want to tell you about my friend, Billy Davis, and he was in this horrible accident, and it was tragic, and he almost died, and then he was lost his leg, and here they are, the funniest people in the world, black and white cookies. Everybody give it up for the funniest duo. And we sang, Zebediah had a farm, and on that farm he had some cows, and on those cows his buddies would shoot cow porn. Sneak into the barn at night Find a cow that's young and tight Set the cameras, dim the lights It's cow porn At first our farmer friends suspected nothing at all But one by one the cows began to change Every morning when he opened up the barn door The heifers would be looking at him strange Set some cameras on the roof So he could finally learn the truth From his sleuthing he deduced It's cow porn 
Mikey from upstate New York Called Chris to do the camera work He slipped his calf a little pork For cow porn They'd heard their little girlfriends Out into the moonlit night Caress their heads and sing them pretty songs He'd pull his pants down And stick his winky in their butt And Chris would film him doing this All night long Covered in jelly That was actually in the article We didn't put that in the song But but you know. The law caught up to Mike and Chris I bet those cows were really pissed When all they got was a slap on the wrist for cow porn Cow porn Cow porn Now you can pork a turkey You can even ram a horse This is the moral of our tale You can be a farmer Filming interspecies intercourse And never have to worry about going off to jail. Now Mikey just called in tonight. And Chris is standing to his right. (laughs) And if you ask him really nice, you can see some cow porn. Can we? Yes, I would. I would that. Craig so let's cue it up. Please. So there, there are funny things that happened while I was in the hospital. Yeah, one that comes to mind that I didn't. I don't tell a lot of people about yeah. is they had me on so many medications. I was really stopped up, so uh, I didn't I have a bowel say, movement. Like really high. Oh. Well, that too. But oh. yes, going in saved by the bell. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for calling Mockumental. Uh, <clears throat> this is Kelly. How can I help you? Hello. 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 Hi. We have multiple people calling in. So, oh my gosh, there's so many people calling. Turn your radio down. Turn Hello, your caller. radio down. <laughs> so yeah, I was. Uh, I you remember the first dialed by a caller. I think so. So someone actually asked me at one point. They're like, "Mr. Davis, do you have to? Do you have to number one? Do you have to number two? I was like, "Ah, oh, number one." So I went number <laughs> one. All they're them. like, "Do you have, have to number, number two? Four. I was like, "Not yet." Well, after a while, I became impacted and I couldn't go. Oh, shit. So I went I mean, like no like <laughs> a very, 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 very long. I'm, I can't remember how many days, but it was several days without a bowel movement. How many? I want to say it was almost two weeks. It was closer to, <gasps> oh, two weeks. my God. So at one point, they were like, we have to try to give you a, a thingy where they stick it in your butt. And like a, the enema. An enema. There was no room. Sorry. I couldn't remember the name. There was Love no it. room for the enema. They were like trying the to go in there. The parking lot was full. The parking lot was full. <laughs> oh, so at some point they were Impact. like, well, we're just going to have to wait full. until you go. Yeah. And so the, finally I was like, I think it's going to happen. <laughs> and after like the third attempt, they bring in a bedpan. They evacuate right. Hawaii when that happens. Right. <laughs> Everybody and get I out. go into this pain that felt like I was being torn apart. Mm. Like and birth? I'm, pretty much. Only to get like a nugget that big out. Yeah. And birth to shit nugget. It was it was almost worse than losing the leg because oh. at least losing the leg was that instantaneous. But the first shit took like ninety minutes oh, because there, nothing would come out, mm. and it was it was bad. I, I feel, feel for you women. I don't know how y'all do it. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm Thanks. just saying. Well, but no, the important thing: did you take it home and name it? 
Did, I did. did. I called him Duty. Get home and did you name? Or the or here's the crazy one. The first they used to, they kept having to go into my leg to make sure it was okay. Yeah. So the very first time they tell me, oh, we're gonna operate, but we're not gonna put you under. And I was like, what do you mean? They're gonna, like, well, we're just gonna go in there and make sure that your femur's okay. We're gonna make sure you're still relevant. And so they gave me <laughs> Dilaudid, and I don't know if you've ever had Dilaudid. Yeah, it's Once. awesome. It's amazing. So the doctor gives me Dilaudid, and he says, "I said, well, what's underneath the bandage?" He goes, "Well, we have a wound vac sucking your things soul. out. <laughs> you're deluded. We have a wound vac sucking things Dilaudid. out, but nothing else." And I said, "Well." When you pull that, isn't it going to hurt? He goes, oh, there's not that much, uh, not that many nerves there. You should be okay. So he gives me the Dilaudid. I instantly, I'm like, do whatever you want. Yeah. He opens up my leg and I see him pull ooh, the gauze out ooh, and I can for see the audience, my feet. might be a little uncomfortable. And I, he reaches in so and I see right him now. like move my quads to the side mm. and I'm watching and all of a sudden what then the my brain registers that it's supposed to be pain and I start screaming. <sighs> And they said outside, my mother, who was <sighs> deaf almost, was like, what is that? And someone says, I think that's your son. <laughs> that's coincidentally <laughs> also the son. Sorry, ma'am. Uh, let me check their register. Oh, See, now, now irony would have been if that was also the moment that you decided to shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I, I have to remind everybody, too, if you are in the Nashville area or know someone in Nashville, Please come out next Friday night because we're doing Cheeseburger Day in Nashville. Oh, yeah, Nashville. At the Steaming Goat. And that's on, at the Steaming Goat. And that's going to be have a, Nashville, uh, not Cheeseburgers in Nashville. We do have a nationwide audience. Nice. As well. Actually, um, someone um, just wrote me from Brazil. And oh. I wish I could remember his name because I don't know it right now. He's but not important. He's, he is, though. And he was like, I love your show. We listen to you in Brazil. That's awesome. Yada, yada, yada. That's so cool. I'm is that sure. your best Brazilian? Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and I quote. <laughs> oh, wait. Punta que paripa rio. That's my best Brazilian because I had an ex. Brilliant. I had an ex Brazilian husband. What? And I uh, have an ex Brazilian husband. We're not going to talk about that now. Though. Well, no, so what, did he what used I to be know. Brazilian and he's still your husband? Is that so, what you're saying? That's me. Hands, oh, what I want to know is some hands are raised in the room. Has that? Okay. Has my husband had a Brazilian as well? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I'd love for you guys to do another song. I think okay. that's the greatest thing that, well, not since the greatest thing that you guys, I mean, obviously, there's so many great things that you're doing. Like, so you wrote some fucking comedy music. Like, but honestly, you guys bring so much joy to a lot of people. And uh, that's a huge thing for me. And if, if it was just Warren by himself. Warren is awesome. Warren is no, been- no, 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 no. I'm not saying it wouldn't be amazing, but, but it wouldn't no, no. be black and white. Wouldn't be black, it wouldn't be black and white. The truth cookies. is, for me, yeah, you know, um, and I won't get maudlin about it. Get, get maudlin. Come on, let's do it. Is it a radio how show? Attached are you to the leg? Do it. Oh, the leg's not attached to me. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the leg? Let's talk, let's talk about no, it. I'm, I'm just happy on Cheeseburger Day. I get to remember that I have my BWC partner and an old Aww. friend and one of my best friends to play music with and there was a chance that wasn't going to happen. So I celebrate when So we it's get like to a reunion ready. every year. Yeah, and we get to so we'll play a serious song for you. Just okay, sure. Go ahead. A little heartfelt. Nikki, uh, I'm going to send you this the number, baby. Keep calling. Keep calling, Nikki. He sent out the wrong number to everyone. <laughs> Yeah, Warren, both of them did. They're both idiots, as far as I'm concerned. Fucking dumbass 
piece of shit. I gave you the fucking number. I'm trying to be serious here. You know what, Warren? Raindrops Falling on me Raindrops Golden Raindrops Like a shower from the sky Sticky, salty Into my eyes Burns my eyes Ow, my eyes <laughs> I love to hear the rain I love to catch the rain In my mouth You've never had a Cleveland steamer dropped on well, your Well, I'm from Ohio, yeah. so duh. I Nothing mean, else to do. Like, you know, hello. I mean, why wouldn't I have, have a Cleveland steamer? <laughs> I love those. <laughs> my How favorite athletic team. My favorite. Uh, we had a couple of people try to call in. Uh, if you want to call back in, we have only... Mm, four minutes. I Nikki was trying. 718-928-9732. Uh, it's been a jam-packed hour full of uh, an amazing story, an amazing time. Yes. Um, let's go over one more time so just I can make sure. Sure. Um, uh, for, do, you do. Okay, you do, so you do, tomorrow. Babe. You do, babe. Um, if you want to go to CrowdRise, look up Wiggle Your Toes Triathlon. That's the easiest way. And you can donate uh, directly to the cause. I'm asking to donate the cost of a cheeseburger. Um, if you're in New York, go to the Crunch on 59th Street, 2nd Avenue, 12 to 1. There's a boot camp. And then uh, Cheeseburger Day uh, will be kicking off uh, from 2 to 5 at Corner Social on 126th and uh, 126th and Lenox. 
I'm telling you, it's just ringing. Just get, I don't and know. And don't forget, ringing, there's a, there's ringing, a crowd ringing, rise. Ringing, ringing, It's not. volume down on the ringing? It's not ringing. There's mm-hmm. a crowd rise for Wiggle Your Toes. So if you can't make it to Cheeseburger Day, Try you can turn. still donate. Yes. There is a, you can donate through Crowd Rise. You can donate on the Facebook page, Cheeseburger Day 2018. And the real thing is, right now, um, this amazing, beautiful, inspiring man has like gone on to make a crazy good music who I, I just love these guys. Um, Warren, you tolerate him. <laughs> he, he puts up with a lot. He it's puts true. up with a lot. We only have like three minutes oh, left. Oh man, I, I was hoping Nikki could get in here. If Nikki can, great. She said that it's ringing, well, but it's not. It's, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a community radio station. Oh. <laughs> they can hear you. Don't you guys don't have that serious oh, budget? I, I'm yeah. sorry. Nobody's uh, listening. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes shit is fucked, is all I'm saying. Um, why don't you guys play one more and let... Let's just go out on a song that you love. A song you guys. Oh, wow. Let me tell you all a story about a man who lived in hell. He loved himself a woman that he didn't know so well. It wasn't long before he made that pretty little girl his wife. She tortured him the rest of his poor life. When we first met, I fell in love with a twinkle in her eyes. But that love paled in comparison to the sparkle between her thighs. And she'd have been my perfect woman if she'd just stopped telling lies. Well, I think you want to leave her. I probably should leave her. Why, why, why can't I leave her? Because she's good in bed. She's good in bed. But she's been nothing but trouble since the first day that you met. Hear what I said? She's really, really, really good in bed. And I probably shouldn't leave her, but the girl's too good in bed. How could you ever walk away? I clearly lost my mind. In a million years, I never thought my love could be so blind. We all saw it coming while I was staring at her behind. Are you probably gonna leave her? Well, this time, I'm gonna leave her. Aw, hell. You're never gonna leave her. He's right, I'm never gonna She's good in bed. She's good in bed. And I love him when she pinches my oh, nipples and she licks dude, my balls and she gives me it. And what I said, I, can't unhear I it. think the rates and the dreads, it's all good. Well, you know you've got to leave her. I probably should leave her, but I'm never going to leave her because the girl's too good in bed. One of these days, I'm going to play that right. <laughs> One more time, uh, Billy, please. Everything. Cheeseburger day tomorrow, 2 to 5, Corner Social, and uh, 1 to 12 to 1 at Crunch on 59th Street. We love you guys. Come out, donate, crowd rise. Cheeseburger day 2018. Come check it out. We love you. Um, six year anniversary. Warren, thank you for having us.